Welcome back to the podcast, the Tinderbox podcast. If you've listened this far, you've probably heard out the Counted As Cast series about the 1946 Battle of Athens. You've met Bill White and Paul Cantrell and heard about the shootout in rural Tennessee. Well, I've had enough positive feedback on the podcast to go ahead with a bigger project, one I'm really excited about. Today, we have Zippos, Bix, and all kinds of ways to make flame. Now, I wasn't a great Boy Scout because I didn't like to follow directions, but I did know how to start a fire. Back in the day, tinderboxes held everything you needed to start a fire. Today, the word tinderbox lives on. Comparing something to a tinderbox is a metaphor for stressful situations, where explosions of violence or controversy are about to break out. For instance, I saw the 2020 United States-Iranian conflict described as a tinderbox. Kashmir, a territory contested by nuclear-armed Pakistan and India, is often described as a tinderbox. The Tinderbox podcast is a history podcast about situations and events of brinksmanship where the wrong move could end in conflict. It's about fires that can grow. I needed a title that got across all of that in one word. Tinderbox was my wife's suggestion, so credit to her. Because I enjoy the esoteric and because I'm a bit of a research masochist, I'm going to put my energy into events that haven't had the attention that I think they deserve. The Battle of Athens was definitely that way. The podcast to come will be about strange and varied conflicts that have depth to them. There's a reason I won't be tackling those big conflicts. First of all, you'll find other podcasts doing that already. If you're listening to this, I assume you'd like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History or Mike Duncan's Revolutions. Both are incredible podcasts, they're a big inspiration to me, and they're going to cover major events that you'll want to know about. But I think I'm going for the niche. Throughout my studies, both academically and as a layperson, I've been fascinated by edge groups. You know, the outsiders, cults, splinter societies, and the generally undesirable. My country, the United States, was founded by people on the run, whether it was Native Americans looking for new lands westward or Europeans driven out by religious intolerance in their home country. My state of Pennsylvania was founded by Quakers and the Pennsylvania Dutch who were being tortured and killed back home for their beliefs. My academic work was on Islamic fringe groups like the hated Kharijite cults and the native African Berber insurgencies out of North Africa. I'd really like to get into those at some point as well. In general, I just seem to like stories from people who are rejected and ostracized and driven out. It reminds me of this exchange from the movie Casablanca. I'm not interested in politics. The problems of the world are not in my department. I'm a saloon keeper. My friends in the underground tell me that you've quite a record. You ran guns to Ethiopia. You fought against the fascists in Spain. What of it? Isn't it strange that you always happen to be fighting on the side of the underdog? Yes, I found that a very expensive hobby, too, but then I never was much of a businessman. Oh, right, the anti-fascists in Spain. Isn't that another one? So like Rick, I often find myself on the side of the underdog. I also think I have a tendency to hate underdogs as soon as they're top dogs. It's sort of an intellectual blind spot. But I think it's going to help in recording a podcast about fringe groups and freaks and civil conflict and unheard stories. So let me give you a sneak peek at a few of the subjects I intend to investigate. First off, I've got another deep dive planned. This is on a subject I've been fascinated about for a long time, the L.A. riots. But I won't get into the racial politics that dominates the discussion of the L.A. riots, which would be black-white violence. Instead, I'll investigate a subject that isn't as well covered, namely the plight of Korean Americans during the riot. 
These so-called roof Koreans who defended their neighborhoods are a fascinating subject, and I want to take it on wholeheartedly, racial politics and all. You'll see this podcast coming up. In the meantime, I wanted to get into more topical subjects. I'm releasing, coincidentally with this introduction podcast, Outfluenza, featuring some hidden stories about the influenza outbreak of 1918, and most importantly, the presidential election of 1920. Smaller podcasts will give you more constant updates without giving me a ton of homework. Counted as Cast was an audiobook more than anything else, and the upcoming podcast on the LA riots probably will be too. We will aim for quality, not quantity. This won't be weekly, but you'll get stuff from me. If you like what you've heard so far, I want to invite you to visit my Store Frontier store online, and there you can pick up a t-shirt. Doing that gives you an awesome piece of clothing while also helping me pay the costs of running this project. So it's www.storefrontier.com tinderbox. Again, www.storefrontier.com tinderbox. The shirts say vote GI 8146 on one side and on the other, your vote will be counted as cast. Pretty cool. We've got a t-shirt in there and we've got a hoodie as well. Whatever you pick, you'll be showing your support for the podcast and your favorite non-aligned GI ticket by wearing them. We'll have more products as time goes on and my full-time job allows. You can always get in touch with me through my SoundCloud site. Leave a comment on an episode and I'll get back to you. Or send me an email at robert.w.caverly, C-A-V-E-R-L-Y, at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to take questions, comments, complaints, and suggestions. I've gotten a great response to Count It As Cast, and I'm really excited to get this podcast launched. Thank you all for listening.